In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who comes to us as a gift. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I'm not much for rapping. Uh, there's something about that skill that, you know, it just eludes me. I am not able, along with many of you probably in this room, I am just not able to do that sort of intricate origami that it takes in order to successfully wrap a gift. I usually end up cutting one dimension way too long so that it wraps over and over and over the gift, and the other dimension I end up cutting too short so that there's a bare patch that I then have to cut more paper for in order to patch it over, and the whole thing ends up looking just like a big mess. And that's what my wrapping looks like. So thankfully... The nice people at Hallmark or wherever came up with something just for me. They, they came up with these nice bags that you can use in order to wrap presents. And I, I definitely appreciate that. And then I, I learned uh, that you couldn't just use a bag. that You had to wrap it then in this tissue paper stuff in order to, well, not have people look into the bag immediately and know what it is. And uh, the, the whole history of this stuff is, is actually kind of interesting. Uh, we have been wrapping gifts as human beings for a very long time. In fact, the earliest evidence that they can find of people wrapping gifts was in uh, Korea around the time of Jesus Christ. And uh, later on, there, there was the uh, Japanese kind of uh, s sort of stolen invention from the people of Korea, and, and they started wrapping gifts, and they still wrap gifts using not paper, but rather cloth. And they call it furoshiki. And they, they ended up doing it because, well, there, there were people that were going to the baths and they needed to get undressed. And so what they did was they would take off all of their clothes and then instead of leaving them in a pile over by the bath, what they would do is they would just wrap them up very nicely and neatly. And eventually that, that sort of turned into wrapping gifts. And then uh, much later on, we had kind of uh, the, the next stage of this invention where it, people then began to use paper, uh, much like this tissue paper, in order to wrap their gifts. And then one day, here in the United States of America, you had some people that ran out of tissue paper at their stationery store. And so they started looking around the shop, and they started looking for something in order to sell to people that were looking to wrap their presents, and they came out with this very brightly colored French stationery. Well, that was the beginning of what we today call wrapping paper, which begs the question, why do we care so much about wrapping presents? We have been doing it from the earliest of times. We continue to do it. There is a massive multi-million dollar industry built around a bunch of tree pulp that between the United States and Great Britain, every year we produce enough paper waste in order to wrap around the world nine times. Makes you feel good about opening presents tomorrow, doesn't it? But there's got to be something, too, 
this thing of wrapping presents if we are doing it as a people throughout many different cultures time and time again and even until our present day. Well, I would actually say that I think a part of the reason that we love wrapped gifts so much is that we we like that kind of sense of appearing. We like that sense of revelation that there is something about something being wrapped up here and you not knowing what's inside that is subtly teasing your brains. What's in there? And maybe if you're young enough or perhaps old enough, you've been looking at that present that's been under the tree that you don't know what it is and you've been trying to figure it out since that present landed under that tree. And you're trying to figure out, okay, the box is about this big. It's about that wide. What could that be? And I know that in my house you were disallowed from even touching the present until it was time to open it because that might give away something of what is inside the package. There's something that is sort of magical about unwrapping a present. There's something sort of magical that we appreciate about a present that's wrapped. It's so much better than just getting it. It's wrapped. And so, with your wrapped present, you then take it and you sort of subtly try to figure out, well, what's in there? And this, again, is another thing from my family when we were growing up, that we couldn't just get the present, and this drives my wife crazy, by the way. We couldn't just get the present and then rip into it. No, there had to be this little dance, this little ritual of taking the present and then feeling the present and seeing what might be inside there and then shaking the present and seeing if it had any sound to it and then hefting the present to try to see if you could figure it out from the weight. And then finally you made a guess, an estimation and said, I think that it is. And all of that, just because we love a revelation, we love an appearing. And that is what all of these scripture verses that we have just read have in common. They have in common this sense of the appearing glory of a Messiah who has come in order to save his people. It begins with Isaiah 9 where it says that the people who are living in darkness have seen a great light, and that great light has appeared on the scene. And so something that was hidden all of a sudden has been revealed. And then we get to the psalm, the psalm of coronation, the psalm that was used in order to crown a new king. This Psalm 96, where you would finally have the new king who was seated in his throne, and you knew finally that that was the guy. Because he appeared before the peoples. 
And then in our reading from Titus, it even begins with, now the grace of God has appeared on the scene. And then, of course, in Luke 2, we have the appearing of Jesus Christ as a baby born in the nondescript town of Bethlehem, a town that the prophet Micah foresees is always going to be kind of a small backwater. But all of them have this sense of revelation, this sense of appearing. All of them have this sense of opening up a present. And as we look at each of those readings, we begin to see a little bit of the wrapping torn away. We begin to get a little bit of a peek inside, and we begin to be able to touch and to feel what might be inside this present. What might be there? Well, throughout all of human history, this has been the way in which we have experienced God. That how we have experienced God has been much like this wrapped up piece of paper. That somewhere deep inside we know that we can feel that there is something inside there, something of substance, something that we know for sure. And yet we can't completely make it out. We can't completely see it. It's not altogether there. We need some form of faith in order to believe what is inside of this. And we need to be able to also have some kind of experience and some kind of understanding of what might be inside of this package that God has given to us. And so when we read God's word and when we have God's sacraments, that what we're doing is that well, we're, we're feeling. And we're getting a sense of what is real. What is really standing behind those words that we read together. What is really standing behind our baptized lives and our existences. What is really standing behind the in with and underness of holy communion that we celebrate. What is really there. And yet... There's something that's still wrapped up for us. Because Jesus hasn't returned as of yet. The story isn't over. It is not Christmas morning, if you will, quite yet. And on that glorious day, on that day when Jesus Christ comes back, That is the day when what we know by feeling, what we know by reading God's word, what we know by experiencing God in baptism and holy communion and in the forgiveness of sins, what we know then, what we know by faith, will be 
revealed to us in the person of Christ. You got it right. It was Jesus. And it is Jesus for us. A Jesus who this day, no matter how confusing the feelings seem like they might be for you, no matter how obtuse some of these readings might seem for you, no matter what you're going through right now, what is in the package for you is Jesus Christ and his forgiveness of all of your sins so that you might one day rise from the tomb and be with him with no wrapping. Amen.